0: Welcome to Direct to Audio, movie discussion's podcast. My name is Spencer. Welcome to season six. And the best way to kick this off is to do a sequel to the bracket we did in the beginning of season five, where we had Max and Shane on the podcast. Hello, Shane. Hello. Hello, Max. I'm in his house. I haven't left since the last episode. Yeah, I've <laughs> actually kept him hostage. Um, and yeah, we did a Best 80s Movie Bracket yes last time and i think literally right afterwards we were like let's just think of all the other ones we can think of so we have like 90s and then i ended up being like let's just do best sequel and uh hopefully it's as good if not better than the original (laughs) which is every person's kind of concern with the sequel and i just wanted there's a couple clarifiers with this one sequel can mean any movie that comes after the original not just like the direct second film in a franchise but it can be any movie from like marvel there's twenty. Now there's like thirty movies, but like, yeah. any one of those can be a sequel after the first one.
1: Like after the after Iron Man. Yeah, basically. technically, okay. or
0: like if it's like Thor, like whatever the first one is, even if it's like the third movie, it can be a sequel. So it doesn't okay. have like Star Wars is the same way. Yeah, any movie past the original James Bond. James Bond's a big one. Mm. Anything can be. It's a sequel to the original.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so like some sequel lists strictly have like whatever the second film is in the line. Some sequel lists are like yeah furious seven let's go that's the one so yeah um, we have 64 and this has been a chore yes. kind of like the 80s movie one <laughs> where max does this thing and this is why i appreciate him and uh love our friendship is that Aww. i will send the basis of what i've come up with and shane was just along for the ride so i appreciate you shane no complaints his better off dead was not on either <laughs> um <laughs> And it's he's still sequel. salty about that one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's the sequel to... Better Off Alive. Yeah, Better Off Alive, of course. Or is it the prequel? <laughs> yeah. I don't um, even we're know telling. anymore. Well, we're going to make it. We're going to call up John Cusack um, and Booger. <laughs> um, I don't know his real name, but I just know him as Booger. Um, Curtis
2: Armstrong.
0: Thank you. Shane. I love that you knew that off the top of your head. I, I, He's I, from Michigan. He is
2: oh University. Gotta know it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know all the. I know everybody's been born in Michigan. I know every pilot in the world. Yeah,
2: but so my I, dad I, just. Okay, hold up. Let's stop. I just got a random text from my dad that says, "Don't forget Paddington 2 So I hope <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
0: Paddington
2: Two is on here for sure. Good and. If, okay, my my girlfriend,
0: my partner, she's been on the podcast many times, Teresa, we talked about Paddington 2 on the podcast, Max watched Paddington 2, and you texted me like, that was amazing. Yeah. And uh, it is like highly regarded as one of the best sequels of all time. Yeah. So it is definitely on the bracket. It's up to the hype. Yes. Which also, didn't your dad last time, like, what was the movie he brought up during the 80s episode? He had like one that he was yeah. like, you guys have to talk about this one. It wasn't Pee Wee, Beetle was Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetle yes. Juice. Yeah, it was Beetlejuice. I e. knew like yeah, it was Burt like a Tim Burton one.
1: You better record that or something.
0: But Max went through, and he would then send me like, what about this one? What about yeah. this one? Or we should take this one out. Um, so this has gone through many iterations, so we will go through, per usual, the honorable mentions list. Yeah.
1: We've made a change like 15 minutes We ago. literally
0: did. Max brought up a movie that he wanted to talk about, and I thought deserved to be on here. Yep. Um, and we took one off that was, although I think it could be on here... Yeah, uh, But we'll do, like we did last time, the honorable mentions list. And then I want to c- talk about a couple things about the brackets. I'll let you all speak, and then we'll kind of dive into it because we have 64 movies. So honorable mentions, and then feel free to come up with the ones that you guys can think of, too. Okay. Um, every other Marvel movie that was not on here, <laughs> every other Star Wars, every other Harry Potter, uh, every other James <laughs> Bond, uh, Split, the technical sequel to Unbreakable, Doctor Sleep. That was yes. the one that uh, – the sequel to The Shining muppets christmas carol because it technically doesn't count as a sequel per se it's it's another movie in the tight and like the line but it's not really a sequel what was the one i was oh
1: yeah sister act two. Ooh, sister act is two. much better than the original yeah it's more that's
2: true. fun want to say out loud scary movie three ah, <laughs> i do
1: think scary movie three is better um i also a fun movie you're gonna hate me for this what but i think uh clerks too is a good sequel to is, Clerks.
0: I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the Clerks franchise. So if yeah, whatever you say. I trust your judgment and on that one.
1: I I would throw this in here based off of your criteria. Jade Silent Bob Strikes Back is okay. absolutely hilarious.
0: Okay. I it's, also,
1: it's technically a sequel to everything that came before it.
0: A technical sequel that I didn't put on here because everyone would be confused. The Silence of the Lambs is technically a sequel.
2: To Manhunter. Yes. Right? To
0: Manhunter. Yes. Uh, and uh, everybody forgets that. I also had How to Train Your Dragon Part Two. Um Frozen 2. Wait, how
1: to train your Dragon 2 isn't on
0: here? No, it's not oh, on here. Bomber, that's a good sequel. Sorry, friends. Um <laughs> we had to add The Spy Who Shagged Me, okay? <laughs> we had to add that movie. Um But so the, the thing is there's so many sequels, and I think everybody's gonna have their one that they think of like, oh, this one's definitely yeah. better than the first. And Meet the Falkers. Meet the Falkers. I like that movie. When we're talking about what the best sequel is, just like we said the best eighties movie was the one that was the best representative of the 80s, also best made, could be the most enjoyable whatever the case may be. With best sequel, I think it can be a multitude of things. It can be that it is better than the original. But it can also be that it continues on with what the original did yeah. in a cuz sometimes in a clear and concise way because sometimes they cut that and you lose that familiarity from one to two. It also can add something to the canon and the lore of the franchise that might have been missing. So the one that I think of that I'm looking at right now, Friday the 13th Part 2, is oh. the one where Jason actually shows up. Yeah. And a lot of people forget that.
1: And he's it, the face of the he's franchise. He's
0: the face of the franchise. So there are some of these movies where it's like like Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shane and I argue that we like Terminator 1 better in the <laughs> 80s movie bracket. But Terminator 2, it's it's you can't argue what that added to yeah. the Terminator franchise. And so sometimes it might not be is it better or worse than the original, but it could be like, is this movie more important or what does it add to what has previously been established because there's some sequels that are good but they don't really add anything they're yeah. just kind of like oh it's kind of the same thing um and there are some that I have hot takes on in this bracket yeah and so that's going to be a discussion throughout and i don't think there's a right or wrong answer it's going to kind of be how we're feeling yeah but typically with brackets as well we each get one veto and how the veto works is if If Max really wants the spy who shagged me to go on (laughs) and me and Shane are against it, we pick something else. And Max says, Veto, we can't veto your veto and whatever you chose will go on. And you can only do it once. At least have a case that you can put up. But, and another caveat, it's also unfair. We looked at those big franchises, James Bond, Marvel, even Star Wars, um, where they have so many films to only give them one sequel. So what I said was every ten movies in a franchise, the franchise got another sequel in the bracket. Okay. So there are three James Bond, there are three Marvel movies, there are two Star Wars movies. Um and that's not the case for everything. So like Friday the 13th has 12. We're not gonna put two on there for that. But like there was the potential to have more added because there obviously it was hard to pick just one Marvel movie. It was hard to pick one James Bond movie. Things like that. So you might see a couple extras pop on here. Damn. Um and if your favorite sequels not on here i tried really hard to do this so fuck yourself i don't care <laughs> <laughs> like if you're like fast and furious five i don't care i picked the one that everyone else was talking fast about five. the best yeah fast, it's five. Called fast five well it's whatever i picked furious seven so there you go not actually fuck yourself but like there's arguments that everybody can make <laughs> for every movie that they like i do want to say one more quick thing with all brackets what i do is i literally take all 64 movies and also the other ones that i've taken off the bracket i do their average review score and then I do all that math, and then I literally number them 1 to 64. So just like a bracket in like sports, the number one seed has the highest rating, the number 64 has the lowest, and that's how these brackets are literally matched up. I don't just do these arbitrarily. These are all like mathematical, like the number 42 seed versus this number. like That's how they are all matched up together. So don't think that I screwed over your favorite movie because it's going against The Godfather 2. Like, <laughs> that's a high-rated movie. Yes. Um, so right off the bat... We'll start off with the number one seed in the entire bracket, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, Uh, the Clint Eastwood, um, Sergio Leone, iconic movie, Cowboy Film from the 60s, versus one I just brought up recently, Friday the 13th Part (laughs) 2.
1: I'd say Good, Bad, and The Ugly, just because it is highly regarded as one of the best sequels. Friday the 13th Part 2 brought Jason into the franchise and created a horror icon, but I'd go with Good, Bad, and Ugly, just because it's iconic. It is, like, when people think of
0: westerns of that era, they think of that movie. The only thing I can say, like, I'm, I'm going to vote for Good, Bad, and Ugly too. Um, although I love Friday the 13th, and Jason is an iconic character, and he wouldn't really exist in the... His form that he, like, really is iconic for is Part 3, but... <laughs> The Good, The Bad, and Ugly, I think a lot of people forget, is a sequel. Yes, exactly. Um, it is a part of the Man With No Name trilogy. For a few dollars more is the uh, one before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's for a few dollars more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's, tech- it's a loose trilogy. The characters aren't technically connected. It's Clint Eastwood playing the same character, quote-unquote. Uh, but it's one of those trilogies in Namesake more than it is ca- – like similarly to uh, Cloverfield. Yes. Where in Namesake, it's a trilogy – but it's not actually like a this character is continuing on. Um, it's kind of uh, separate in that regard. So that's the only thing I could see like as an argument. But Shane, kind of, where are you
2: at? I'm I'm with Good, Bad, the Ugly. I'm mean. yeah.
0: But, and I and I love that franchise. And the argument can be made that he is like more iconic than Clint Eastwood's character. There, I mean, Jason is a cultural okay. icon everywhere. Um, but on the basis of the movie, like Good, the Bad, Ugly is one of the best movies. I I say it's a perfect movie. It's one of the best movies ever made. Okay. Um, from start to finish it is awesome it yeah it's it's definitely um it's definitely good bad ugly next up we have our first of two star wars films we have star wars the force awakens oh the the one that i know the thing is with star wars there was a couple of routes i could have gone but i think uh, disney's first take at star wars is really important and it kind of like shot us into this new era where yes we got some really poor movies but we also got all the new star wars stuff that we're getting um and i think what it did with the legacy characters is worth being on the list also has really good reviews so
1: yeah Um, i'm
0: gonna do that a rogue one but i feel like rogue one just wasn't really as groundbreaking as force awakens was versus the newest movie on the bracket oh avatar 2 is not on the bracket because it's still in theaters and i felt like it wasn't really really fair to put on here but it is glass onion oh a knives out story Ooh, Uh,
2: yeah shane i want you to go first on this one i love this matchup i mean (laughs) i hate it i don't want to make a decision on this and i thought when the force awakens came out i mean i mean we hadn't had a star wars movie in a while and it felt really really good i mean when i think back about it now i mean it feels like a lot like the original but it's still like it's still a great film i remember sitting in my college
0: dorm room literally watching the trailer on repeat yeah like when it dropped i was was entranced i was so excited for more
2: star wars Mm -hmm. yeah because it wasn't all a bunch of like stupid midichlorians and like political aspirations and all this dumb crap it was like harrison ford was yelling at me on my tv again i mean glass 100 was was great i mean i love those knives out movies Yes, I I mean I hate the title, and I hate the title as much as Ryan Johnson probably does. Yeah,
0: he, uh, yeah, Um, he just hates it that Netflix put a Knives Out. (laughs) So it's like you don't need to have like Knives Out. I think it's 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 cool that each story, the the title of the movie would be indicative of what you're watching. Like Glass Onion for those of you who haven't seen it, like the title Glass Onion is more than just like oh. The place he lives in is the Glass Onion. Like, if you actually look up, like, what the Beatles were writing about for the title, Glass Onion, and, like, what Glass Onion actually represents, it is basically the plot of the movie, yeah. like, laid out for you. And, yeah, then Netflix was like, but what if they don't understand? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I think it's, I get why they did it, because
1: there's some people that are like, Glass Onion, who cares? And then they see that Knives Out story, they're like, oh, well, it's a sequel. But, like, I feel like that would have made more sense if it, only had a theatrical release because they had, like, money on the line. Right. Like, this has to make bucks or we're, you know, we're not going to do another one. Whereas Netflix, anyone can watch it anytime.
0: I just wish it would have been a Benoit Blanc story. Yeah. Like, that's all you need to have. Or, like, a Benoit Blanc mystery. Yeah. Have it be that. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> I am going to vote for Glass Onion, though. Okay. I think what it does with the Benoit Blanc character, because in the first one, he is a side character. He's not the main character. The main character is Anna de Armas's character. Yeah. And he is just there as like the kind of backbone like no matter what you're doing everything you're doing like i am kind of right behind you um, whereas this one he is the driving force yeah to go from that murder mystery and to take this one we've seen star wars sequels in the past that have been great and this one's starting off a whole new genre or a whole new era of star wars it's kind of easier now to look back on it reflectively with 20 like with hindsight and say like eh, it, it what it was leading up to didn't really build anything i think glass onion though the possibilities now saying oh we made this work it could have flopped but it's like oh it's just trying to be another glass uh, knives out but it did something so different yeah. and it was still so enjoyable and it didn't feel like they were trying to just recreate the first one with a mystery they went an entirely different direction but it still felt like it took place in the same universe exactly yeah i, I, I yeah. But i'm al- I'm also like in a like in a mindset of like either one of these is good
1: yeah I think I'm gonna do glass onion specifically because force awakens is fun but i agree with everything spencer said about glass onion and i think and this would be a controversial opinion not with the three of us because i know you guys but with most people this would be controversial if it was last jedi instead of force awakens i would totally be picking last jedi not
2: even a conversation last
1: jedi is an excellent sequel that i think people hate for the silliest reasons
0: i think last jedi does what and this is funny for some people because they're going to hate our conversation here i'm going to keep it brief because i don't want to we've done this before <laughs> shane hasn't been in there but so i'd like to get his opinion on some of this but it does what sequels should do
1: yeah
0: where it branches new ground uh it still does with what the the prior movie established and what other movies established like what it talks about with jedis and sith and all that like that is star wars lore yeah like you like uh, what I think is so funny is that Ryan Johnson on Twitter really like post like pictures from like the Jedi texts that exist that are, like yeah. that people are quoting. He's like, this is what I got it out of. Like yeah. I read this book. Here is force projection. Yeah. Like and I love that it takes risks and it works. I think the reason I mean it is controversial. I think a lot of people want the same old same old, which is fine. I can't fault you for that because yeah. we got wacky and wonky with the prequel trilogy. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like that because they went towards midichlorians and a bunch of random stuff. Last Jedi was like, hey, branch out a little bit. Jedi is the state of mind and this, and like it can yeah. be more. And then Rise of Skywalker literally shits on the entire franchise as a whole <laughs> and says, oh, by the way, everything you just watched with the Emperor uh, and the whole, like, it uh, climax, it doesn't matter. Like, literally, what I think is so funny, that people talk about how Last Jedi, like, spit on Star Wars. The first 20 minutes of Rise of Skywalker spits on the last eight films Yeah. and goes, what you watched Darth Vader do means nothing. Because the Emperor's still here. He's somehow alive. We're not going to tell you how he's alive. That movie sucks. Like, so I think what's so my, <laughs> what makes me laugh is, like, people like, look at Last Jedi and be like, oh, it's awful. And I'm like, look at what they did after the fact. And yeah. you can't be like, well, it's because Last I did that. It's like, no, he literally didn't use anything that they used. Yeah. And he, he just made his own last story, which, if that's what he was going to do, fine, but it was just a mess People um don't like that
1: movie for the dumbest reason i'm sorry if you're a listener and you don't like that whatever but like some stuff to like that's not what would happen in star wars it's like did you create the universe that's one thing is funny it's like, like it's... you didn't create the like he's just taking he's it feels sometimes like a kid playing with his star wars toys on his bed like ooh, what wouldn't it be cool if the force could do this right and like who's to say ryan johnson wouldn't like can't do that you know and by no, just putting his own stamp on ironically,
0: it ironically it'd be Ryan Johnson versus Ryan Johnson yeah I know <laughs> but way. and I, I'm not gonna say the movie's perfect because I know means it is there are a lot of stuff in there that are, it could be done better yeah. and I think scenes that could have been chopped out and done in a different mm-hmm. light uh, but yeah Shane what is your brief thoughts on that that I want to move on to the rest of this bracket yeah
2: <laughs> I love The Last Jedi so much I mean there are like a few scenes like in lines mostly by Finn that I wish would go away forever yeah <laughs> But, uh, no, I love it. It's one of my, it's like my second favorite Star Wars film.
0: And I think, the, I think the biggest issue with that film is Finn. Ryan Johnson just had no idea what to do with the character. And so he was like, yeah, just do a kind of weird side quest. And it just doesn't work. I love Luke Stray. Right. In that movie. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So good. And everybody that talks about how Luke is a recluse and sad, like, look at Yoda, did the exact same thing. Yeah. Like,
1: and look at how humanity is. People get depressed.
0: Right. And Luke yeah. is human. Either way, Glass night's is going to move on, regardless. Yeah, anyway, so uh, and we're going to move on to the next bracket here. We have the newest addition to the bracket that Max and I literally just added. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. <laughs> versus <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Oh,
1: God.
0: And so that's kind of where, uh, although I appreciate what Dead Man's Chest does, where it brings in Davy Jones and it expands on... Uh, Uh, Jack Sparrow's character it's Top Gun Maverick I know you don't like Top Gun (laughs) I hear my sighing in the back I know like I I don't know what you're he he did compare Pirates of the Caribbean to Indiana Jones which we had to go on debate for that I stand by
1: it
0: Top Gun Maverick is arguably better than Top Gun
1: oh yeah totally
0: 100% it's one of the best legacy sequels we've ever gotten
1: yeah
0: and I think it's I think it's just
2: a really good movie
1: I'm just sick of hearing about it. <laughs> I know you are, but <laughs> take mean, that.
2: like guys, we were talking about this a year ago.
1: But, but if like,
2: had- did I did I, but did the Pirates of the Caribbean 2 mean anything to me? No. Yeah, you don't Dope. like
1: those movies, I know that for sure. If you no. had to pick one, which one would you pick, though?
2: Top Gun is way better than
1: Pirates I was like, yeah, I,
0: although Dead Man's Chest, like I've said, I like it better than the first one. I don't think it doesn't have a sequel that what Top Gun does.
1: I think, like, I'll say this many times, a, a good sequel takes little seeds that the original planted and, and expands them. And I think Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest does that very well. It takes uh, Jack Sparrow on this whole new adventure. You find out all the shit that he's done in his past that's coming back to haunt him. And I think it, literally, and I think it does a really good job doing that. And um, it's visually stunning. The CGI in that movie, uh, like 17 years later now, still looks fantastic.
0: Can I say everything you just said also applies to Top Gun Maverick?
1: Yeah, I know. Top Gun Maverick is an excellent sequel. It's much more emotionally... uh, charged than the original is the original is just like a fun 80s movie the new one is a music video yeah exactly it is the new one is an actual (laughs) film and it gives tom cruise the chance to act i feel like the original he kind of just smiled and said his fun catchphrases so yeah i'll say top gun maverick
0: okay i think it's been the best uh legacy sequel we've had in a very long time it
1: might be the best legacy sequel. oh
0: i'm gonna disagree with you hard well, there i i mean mad max the... Fury road literally exists Ooh. that feels more just like a sequel though but it's a legacy sequel it's Is 20 it... years later
1: because i feel like a legacy sequel also blade runner think...
0: 2049
2: those ah, feel like sequels, though. I love like, it.
1: Force Awakens feels like a legacy sequel because I feel like a legacy sequel. It's of course twenty years whatever later, but it it pays so much respect to the original. And like, gosh, remember those times? That's fun. whereas Mad Max and Blade Runner just they kind of take off, to, yeah, just picking up with the story. I on. see what you're
0: saying. Yeah,
1: yeah. the, the but Top Gun Maverick, in my opinion is the best legacy sequel just because it pays so much respect to the original but then
0: does its own thing. It really highlights the legacy. Yes. Okay, which is fair. Okay, we're going to move on though. Um, yes. <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Okay. Which is one of the biggest movies in the entire world. One of
1: my favorite theater experiences Ever. of all time. Literally,
0: I mean, I still vividly can... Mm-hmm. like in my in, like, If I close my eyes, I can hear the roar of everyone when Cap picks up that hammer. <sighs> like, the entire audience... Like, it shook the theater.
1: Yeah. Um, And when the portals open, oh my
0: god. Yeah, it's... I mean, do we need to worry about what the next movie... I'm going to say it's Die Hard with a Vengeance, which is good. I love that movie. I I love Die Hard with a Vengeance. I know you don't like Die Hard, Shane. (laughs) There's no way Endgame does not win this one. Yeah, No. It perfectly i think the only the only franchise it does dirty with the russo's writing i don't think it does guardians of the galaxy really well and like james gunn has kind of said like he doesn't really write those characters like that's his characters to write yeah uh, but everybody else it does such a great job yeah from taking what infinity war did uh-huh. and branching off on mm-hmm. it um it's I'm- so good when I walked so good. Out,
1: I loved every second of it. it. The three hours flew right by when I saw it in theaters. Shane, I remember texting you about it when I walked out of the theater, and your your response was, I've never cried so hard
2: in a theater. Dude, I didn't even care about the Marvel movies before that. Yeah. Like, I That's saw crazy. some of them, and I, I saw a lot of them, and I thought, these are okay. I did not like Captain America's character, really. I didn't like a lot of the things. And then I saw Infinity War, and I it was like the later harry potter movies and it was like they were so different and it was yeah. just so good and that Endgame happened and it was like what is this like yeah. it was just great it was phenomenal
1: yeah
0: it it truly is i don't think it'll ever be duplicated no like, no i even think how? that we're like they're gonna try to duplicate it right now like we're kind of in that moment where are like okay how do we move on to the next thing and i just don't think it's and if they do and that's insane. Like if yeah. they can build up to Kang, who's the next big guy, and they can do the exact like similar stylings and things, like it's hard because I don't think we have those pillar characters like Cap Thor no. and Iron Man as we did and the original Avengers. Like we have some of them left, obviously. Um, but I just don't know how to be able to do that. Yeah. And if they do, kudos to them. But yeah, endgame die of the Vengeance, I wanna quickly just say oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh Simon is a great villain. Uh, tying back all the way in to the original, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, his addition to the franchise is phenomenal. Yeah. It's a breath of fresh air. Um, cause the second one really is just like, we copy and paste the first one. Yeah.
1: But yeah, exactly. Um, I like how the th- vengeance, like it puts John McClane in
0: a new situation. He's not stuck in a building. It's a mystery thriller. Yeah. And, and he actually gets to be a police officer. Yeah, and it's... That's what a good sequel should do. Yes. I. But it, it was up against a juggernaut. A behemoth. Yeah, and there's no way it would have gone through. Um, But yeah, it's a good movie. Um, I, I think it is the best Die Hard sequel in saying close. Oh, totally. Um, totally. But uh, yeah, and I know, Shane, you love Die Hard, so I'm just going to let you uh, just simmer in on that for a second. That's cool. Love it. <laughs> uh, next up, we have another juggernaut. We have T2, Terminator Ooh. 2... Versus Adam's family values, (laughs) and this is another one for me that I don't even have to like. Adam's family is good, but T two is something that like changed the entire landscape, almost of like nineties filmmaking. It like kicked it off with a literal bang, and the soundtrack like they're two different movies. T one to T two, similar to Alien and Aliens. Like, that moment where Arnold is chasing after John Connor in the in the jail and he pulls out the gun and you're like, what's going to happen right now? Then you see he turns and he's the good guy is such a great moment. That I think we take for granted right now. Yeah. Because, back, like, if you watch it for the first time, you have no idea what's about to happen next. Yeah. And I just think that whole movie is fantastic.
1: I agree. I, I'm i going to pick that, but I do adore Adam's family values. <laughs> it's fun. It's But, like... It does what a good sequel should do. The first one is a fun Adams Family movie, and the second one takes Uncle Fester and gives him his own story while the family have stuff going on around him. And what they have going on around him is fun, like uh, Wednesday going to camp and like being like this fish out of water in this very strange camp and kind of like... Um, uh, being a rebel and all that. And, and it's got uh, David Crumholtz as a little yeah. kid there too. I don't know. I think I love how it goes darker and takes some chances. And yeah, I just think it's a very fun movie
2: and it's a Thanksgiving movie. It is. Uh, I started zoning out when you started talking about the Adams family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just T2.
1: Yeah, it's
2: T2 is yeah. great. I mean, uh, Spencer and I have talked ad nauseum about Terminator 1. But like when you look at Terminator 2, I mean, it's phenomenal. And it's like, I watched him in order as a kid, which is weird when you're born in the 90s and that movie came out forever. It's like you expect Arnold to be the bad guy and then he's not. And it completely changes the course of everything. And that movie is just I mean, it's groundbreaking
0: it does so much with its characters and how it establishes Sarah and John and the Terminator and like it's such a menacing villain too and it also really like and the thing is with Terminator it like it plants all the seeds for Skynet and like that few like everything that like the rest of the franchise and like that whole kind of lore dives into T1 casually does it where it's like this is a sci-fi horror film T2 is like okay we're gonna build that ground and like we're really gonna plant the seeds for everything you know yeah and And it it just it feels like james cameron had a bigger budget and he uses every single penny the right way next up we have the born supremacy versus deadpool 2 Ugh. so you're a fan of deadpool but born supremacy
1: i i despise deadpool 2 i really do yeah
2: i i i don't care i was so bored
0: yeah sorry spencer i know you like deadpool 2 I like that it basically just... I like when movies are like, yeah, we're in a sequel. And yeah. then they do like the... Like Scream does this, 22 Jump Street does this. And they kind of go, yes, we're in a sequel. And here's kind of what normal sequels do. It's that tongue-in-cheek kind of comedy. Yeah, I do see why people get boarded out of that. <laughs> or have boredom from that. The Bourne movies have never done it for me. Yeah. It's one of those franchises that really... I've watched them, and I've kind of was like, you know what? I'm good. Like, I just... It, the spy espionage like action movie of the 2000s like desperately wanted that was probably the best of them i just it's a genre that i'm just not a fan of
1: i and you know what it's funny it's i agree with you i think they're fine action movies but they're not my favorite but mm-hmm. i just deadpool 2 has one sequence that i genuinely enjoy and that's when he makes the team and they all
2: spoiler alert yeah die yeah immediately that's hilarious no. and, and brad pitt's like <laughs> <laughs> just, great great so, just so great i saw like, that that movie- that's the reason i'm gonna pick deadpool too. just because of that oh you're gonna pick it oh yeah oh, okay i'm also picking deadpool okay, 2, yeah, so- i
1: i saw that movie once in theaters and i um i must have been in a bad mood that day because it just annoyed <laughs> me like i love the original deadpool i thought it was awesome and then the second one all of the jokes were just not landing for me. I, I know that's like, not your type of humor. I can just... just too much. That's not your humor. But like, it, like the original is my humor. Like, I remember seeing it in theaters, and it was so much fun. But then the sequel was just joke, joke, joke. And some of yeah. them felt stale. There was, like, jokes about uh, Dubstep being lame, and I was like, guys, it's 2018. These jokes were from, like, six yeah. years ago. You know, and it was just <laughs> too much. That's my opinion, though.
0: I know a lot of people love that movie. I, I like the self referential stuff. I like cable. I'm Ryan Reynolds kind of out. Yes, me too. He's he's getting in the point where and we also agree with this in the household too, where it's like he's just doing the same thing. Yes. And his freshness of like, oh, his tongue and cheek edgy, goofy comedy, it's just kind of burned me out. I agree. And I it's in the same vein as like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm like, I get it. You're not really doing anything new. Yeah. And I'm kinda like Okay, like, I got the same with Adam Sandler. I was like, okay, like, I just... It's the same song and dance. And you're not really giving me anything different. Mm -hmm. Like, even in, like, an action movie or, like, a... Like, he's just still... He's that same guy. And I'm like, okay, you're just Ryan Reynolds. And I'm glad you brought that up because for
1: years, I thought he was awesome. And, like, he wasn't necessarily under the radar, but he never got that huge movie that he deserved. And, uh, like... Shane and I always quote his cameo in Harold and Kumar. And um, I liked him in Waiting. I, yeah. uh, Just Friends is fun for a few yucks. And like I always thought he had such good comic timing. And then I saw Buried when it came yeah. out. And I was like, wow, you can do Drama too. And I was like, this guy deserves something. So when he got the first Deadpool and everyone loved it, I was like, finally. And then Deadpool 2 was when I got sick of it. I was like, oh, it's just more of it
0: come on right if you, on, if you just look at every other movie he's done free guy he's in hobson shaw he was in like was it red notice he's in a bunch of these movies and it's like you're just it's, it's always the same the it's the same like, oh my goodness yeah. can i just make a claim right now can yeah. we just can we possibly agree to this because the matchup next round is t2 versus deadpool 2 can we just push t2 forward yeah totally yeah we don't even need to talk about it okay so t2 will move on to the next round yes deadpool 2 kind of was a sacrificial lamb there but yeah
1: respect your guys' opinion
0: so next up we have our second marvel movie we have captain america the winter soldier word Mm. um I think that's where, like, Marvel finally was like, oh, okay, we're going to expand away from the superheroes in a sense, and we're going to go to, like, a genre film. And yeah. they do, like, a, again, do a, a mystery espionage spy thriller with Captain America leading the charge. The Russo brothers. The Russo brothers. their first stab. And they knock it out of the park. Yes. First is what I just referenced... 22 Jump Street. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You're killing me, Spencer. I'm picking Winter Soldier. Um, I think 22 Jump Street, although it's fun as a self-referential stuff, I just think the Winter Soldier is just that good. It might be the best Marvel movie, honestly.
1: I know that's controversial, that's hard to pick, but it's, it's really good.
0: <laughs> do you say it's
2: wrong? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's fair. Um, what do you
1: think, Shaney?
2: I, I mean, I love 22 Jump Street uh yeah i don't know i mean the winter soldier is good i've never really done it for me but that's fair I'm gonna i pick... still don't think as a sequel 22 jump street is good enough to beat it you don't think so no
1: i'm gonna pick 22 jump street because it is so hard to do a comedy sequel and they did an excellent job i love how it's basically a spoof of the original yeah and it's basically it feels so cynical and just a big middle finger to hollywood Like, the directors were like, are you serious? You want us to make a sequel to this? So the whole time, they're just like, fuck you. And it perfectly culminates in the end with that end credit sequence of just sequel after sequel. And it just feels like them saying, yeah, we're not going to do a third one. Fuck off. And it's just, it's such a badass, almost like punk rock sequel. That's fair. I love it. But, like, if you guys pick Winter Soldier, I'm all for it because it's excellent.
0: Shane, where are you at? Because I already picked it up.
2: I'm going to pick Winter Soldier, I, I,
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew you guys would. I just had to get my plug. <laughs> if you want to talk about punk rock sequels, though, we have Gremlins 2, The <laughs> New Batch <laughs> <I> versus <know. laughs> Toy Story 2.
2: Well, now. Oh, come on.
0: Here's the thing. Okay, I know a lot of people, we've had this conversation a lot on the podcast. Gremlins 2 is batshit insane. And and in Shane. In Shane. No, that's a good point. It link. is batshit insane. Literally, because there's a bat in it. But... It is literally Joe Dante giving Warner Brothers the biggest middle finger saying I no. you guys didn't want me to make this. I told you what I wanted to do. They came back with a boatload of money. He's like I'm going to make my fucking movie. And yeah. he makes the <laughs> most insane movie possible with their money and he goes suck it. Like I don't care and it's the way I've always described it and the way the movie's presented. I've always said it's if Gremlins wrote and made this movie. Yeah. Like the actual <laughs> character of Gremlins Took the camera and took the script. I'm like, all right, we're doing it. And that's Joe Dante being like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to put a bat gremlin. I'm going to put vegetable gremlin, brainy gremlin. I don't care. I mean, Toy Story 2 is amazing. I'm going to pick Toy Story 2. But Gremlins 2 is the most middle finger sequel that's ever existed in the most hilarious way possible. Yeah. I don't even know if I like it, but god no. damn it do I appreciate that. That's every thing. second. I don't like technically like it. I would either. rather watch the first one. Of course. But it's just so hilarious to look at how crazy a movie is and he was just like, Yeah. Shane, what do you have to say, bud? I
2: don't even remember the last time I saw that movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Toy Story Two?
2: <laughs> I love Toy Story Two. Yeah. It's it's phenomenal. Toy Story Two is better than the first so- one. It is. It took something yeah. so great and added all these great characters and I mean it was great. The Zerg and the Prospector and Jesse, you know, Jesse and bullseye and takes them on bullseye a whole, whole Oh man.
0: Adventure. Let me say the reason why Toy Story Two is gonna move on is because they did what I absolutely love what movies do, especially animated movies. They put and they made a fake blooper reel to yes. go in the credits. Mm-hmm. They animated and did voice acting for a fake blooper reel because movies would Jeez. use they used to put blooper reels in the credits, so you'd laugh and like watch, but like, oh my god, that's so funny! Like, Rush Hour 2 does this really well, <laughs> yes, it does. But it's like, it's a good sequel, it's on here. Spoiler <laughs> alert, people. And it's not like they animated, like, oh, they messed up their lines in the booth. No, they like did stuff in the Toy Story universe with the people, like with a sticker on like someone's head or like a, like a writing on somebody, like, and they put like a mustache on uh, the prospectors, like. Or it says like I fired or something like that. They were, like I did like a sharpie on his box. Like, I just appreciate the animation that. Yeah. So that alone gets them the move it's on. It's truly an excellent sequel. Okay, moving on. Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back versus Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. <laughs> Do we even need to talk about this one, boys? Um, uh, no, Max will. Well, no,
1: I, I, I don't know. Even... <laughs> no. uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean, obviously, Empire Strikes Back wins. I'm, I'm drinking out of a Planet Hoth
0: mug right that now. That's a great mug, yeah. Home Alone Two exists. It's a blast. It's a blast.
1: It's, it's copy and paste first one, you know. Mad it's, lips. It is literally He's Mad Lips. in a new lips. situation now. Yeah, Rob it it Schneider. It, he gets buzzed, <laughs> and it's funny. The older I get, I'm like, this isn't very good, but the, the like the original gets better. Yeah, it's I, such I agree. a good movie. But what's funny was uh, I saw Home Alone Two as a kid before Home Alone One. Like I, someone I just think... got me the VHS for Christmas so once I finally saw the first one I'm like oh so that's why Harry has the M on his yeah. hand and <laughs> stuff so, you, know.
0: you piece the puzzle together anyways anyways F.R. We back I don't need to worry yeah. yeah this next one a movie that came up in the 80's bracket we all talked about how much we didn't like it we have Star Trek The Wrath of Khan <laughs> versus Pearl the okay. 2022 uh, sequel to X that they filmed simultaneously with X secretly um expanding on the pearl character i hate rathacon um <laughs> i get why people like as a sequel because again we talked about how it expands on the first one because the first one is literal dog shit
1: yeah
0: i love pearl now a lot of pe- i doubt you both have seen that movie which is okay no. um <laughs> <Shame>. <laughs> here's what i'm gonna say either way whatever wins this is gonna lose to empire strikes back okay right
1: yeah yeah sure
0: I mean, oh yeah, oh
1: yeah. No, I was like, "What are you talking about?" I I was thinking about my pick. So yeah, uh, right, 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 right.
0: (laughs) Right. I'm gonna vote Pearl because I was thinking about Logenhead. Yeah, Wrath. I mean, I can see the Bragan. So Shane and Max have not seen the bragging. They don't have the Bragan in front of them. I do. So whatever wins, this goes up against Empire Strikes Back. So we're gonna just do a T2. I'm just gonna move Empire Strikes Back onto the next round after this.
1: I mean, I'd pick Wrath of Khan because (laughs) I. I didn't know what Pearl
0: was. That's fine. I, I put it on here because, it, again, it's a great sequel of a character. It's technically a prequel. Well, it's not technically. It is a prequel um, about the killer from the first movie. Um, and uh, it's absolutely phenomenal. Acting Masterclass by Mia Goth. Um, so go see that if you haven't seen it. Go see X2. What's Shane's opinion, though? Yeah, I'm just saying. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're, are you going to pick Rathacon, Shane? You can if you'd like. No,
2: I mean, from what I've read, I mean, X is great i haven't read a lot about Pearl, but i, I i've heard x is great Me i just too. haven't got around to watching them yet and i know i don't like anything star trek so i'm just <laughs> gonna pick pearl all
0: right good also star trek fans just know that it was gonna lose to empire anyway so yeah. i knew
1: about i've known about x since
0: it came out and i've wanted to watch it but i had no idea pearl existed it's basically like psycho meets uh, wizard of oz whoa it's insane (laughs) and it's so good i saw in the theater sadly by myself i was literally with nobody else and i was like blown away x is basically texas chainsaw meets boogie nights
1: what the hell are these i like that
0: oh i mean he uh, i can't think of his name ty west he is amazing and uh they're coming out with a third one i'm not gonna say what it's about because it's a spoiler um but it's yeah it's insane and uh i highly recommend it if you can stomach some pretty gnarly horror yeah, <laughs> Ratacon. And just again, it's Ratacon. Um, I think it's a it's, good sequel. a good sequel. Um, I just again, watching it, I was like, okay, it's boring. Yeah. Um, we're gonna move on, and also, Empire Strikes Back. will beat Pearl. And that'll get moved on again, just like T two did. We're just gonna sometimes we'll just do that, um, just because this bracket's long. <laughs> Next up, we have Kill Bill Volume Two, Oof. versus Ooh. the first James Bond movie of the bracket, Goldeneye and I. That is Pierce Brosnan's. Uh, first take on the character. I think Kill Bill Volume 2 is worse than Volume 1. I also don't like Kill Bill. I talked about this with Natalie in the first episode we ever did for the podcast. GoldenEye is my favorite James Bond movie. hmm I talked about... What?
2: Re-
0: you want me to say it louder? I can. Uh, <laughs> GoldenEye is my favorite James Bond movie because what it does to the character... Roger Moore made him extremely stale to the point where, like, James Bond was basically dead in the water and they couldn't revitalize it. They tried to do the um timothy dalton movies those just didn't work and then they had a weird lull pierce brosnan was originally supposed to be bond in the 80s he couldn't get out of his contract and they basically make a james bond for the modern era it's a 90s action movie uh, that almost feels like like it just it feels very of its time in a great way it also the way what it did with video game movie adaptations is so important uh, and that's one of the, like I, I think it's, it's cultural impact
2: beyond just the movie scope itself. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a really good movie and, and I think Pierce Brosnan is criminally underrated as James Bond. Um, and I think about what that game did and gave us one of the greatest video games of all time, but yep. I, I like Kill Bill volume two. It's not as good as the first one. But that's not the argument that we're having here. Is I like Kill Bill Vol. 2 better than GoldenEye. I agree. <laughs> Kill Bill Volume 2. I think it's a great way to end
1: the story. And you guys don't like it as much as the first one. In my eyes,
0: I think it's just as good. Like, if you watch them back-to-back, it just feels like one long movie. It doesn't need to be two parts, is my problem. Okay. It can just be one long movie that's three hours. But he does two movies... And the parts that he could have just taken out, I don't think you would have had. That's why People's favorite cut of that is the the whole damn, or whatever it's called, the whole fucking, whatever it's called. There's, like, a whole cut that's, like, two of them together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's people's favorite version of it because they're like, well, we don't really need two. I don't know.
1: Brie and I, I had never seen volume two until the quarantine. Yeah. I saw volume one in Jordan Roth's basement. That's for you, Shane. <laughs> when we were, like, 13. And I never saw the second one until Bree and I watched them back-to-back during the quarantine. And I had a blast the whole time i was like floored i i was like how have i never seen this
0: because i love tarantino too it just like it went right past me all those years i don't know why for me it's also not it, it's also indicative to how good his filmography is like De- death proof is not part of his filmography it's no. technically like him just like working on a project like he's, doing a favor for a friend. right almost. exactly so that's why i don't think it's his worst movie uh, because what he's trying to do it works I just think that his filmography is so strong that, like, people's argument for his worst movie is, like, Jackie Brown, because it doesn't feel like a Tarantino movie because he was adapting a book. Like, that's... I love Jackie Brown. And yeah. I think what makes Tarantino movies so great is that he has total control. And he's said in interviews, he's like, I made movies for me, and you just get to watch with me. Yeah. And so that's why, like, Kill Bill 1 and 2... He could probably go on a soliloquy on why it's one of his favorite movies to make, which is fine. Oh, and he would too. And he would. And that's you he can likes to talk. you can see his passion in it. It's yeah. just not a genre that I'm a fan of. Yeah.
1: You know, I could talk all day about Tarantino because I'm yeah. so fascinated with not just his movies, but just him as a person.
0: Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Anyways, this next one will be quick. Um it's going to be the second James Bond movie of the uh, bracket, Goldfinger, Sean Connery's uh, third take at Bond, and arguably his best, um, versus Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which is Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> in the 90s. It's basically his precursor to Scream. Um, it's it's a self-referential movie that, if you guys haven't seen it, or for those who are listening haven't seen it, he is pretty much just getting ready to make Scream. It yeah. is literally... The actors who are in Nightmare on Elm Street, the franchise, are in real life as themselves, and Freddy Krueger comes out of that world and starts to like haunt them. And it's really strange. A lot of people don't like it, but you can see the like kind of thread being laid out for what he's gonna be making in the future, with just Scream in like a couple years. Goldfinger is arguably and again i'll say the best bond movie a lot of people will say it is um what it does for the bond character for the villains the quotability of the lines um i'm not even going to debate that it's not goldfinger
1: yeah. i'm i say goldfinger new nightmares and it i just like uh how far into the franchise west craven was still
0: able to do something so unique but it just—he needed to re- revitalize it, and it's sad that that was it. Like it was that Freddy vs. Jason, and then they rebooted it, and that's all. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, this one's not even gonna be a debate for me. Uh, we have Bride of Frankenstein um, versus Halloween 2018, the reboot of the franchise with Laurie Strode coming back, Jimmy Lee Curtis. Uh, Bride of Frankenstein is one of the great sequels of all time. Yep. Um, yeah, I Bride of Frankenstein. For Easy peasy. For me. peasy Easy peasy. Mm-hmm.
1: Shane, any thoughts?
0: no not really uh i think that uh, i will say halloween we talked about this in the halloween episode for uh, spooky season similar to force awakens uh, it laid out so many interesting concepts and then completely shit the bet on all of them
2: yeah, yeah. like it everything
0: did. it did it then lost um bride of frankenstein people will argue it's better than the original um it we talked about this it, i think it, is. yeah i agree yeah. debate for me. i couldn't
1: care less about the new halloween movies yeah. the original's perfect leave it alone
0: yep exactly um next up we have logan uh the final uh x-men movie um x-men movie with uh, X-Man. x-man uh <laughs> wolverine's uh story kind of coming to an end versus prey last year's release of the prequel to the predator movies that takes place in was it 1700s something
1: like
0: that yeah um i love prey mm-hmm but logan for me was
2: like logan
0: it's amazing do you think logan Shane?
2: yeah i mean well you we talk about two two movies that like took something and made like something you didn't think that they were capable of doing still yeah. and, like prey did that with the predator franchise and then but logan i mean yeah i mean it's just great it's the best take of wolverine that we've seen and just mm-hmm. i didn't even think that they had it in them but james Mangold, i mean
0: it I was agree. great Absolutely. I think you said it perfectly. Like they that franchise was and that character was dead in the water. Oh yeah. Like they buried it with making two Wolverine movies that they couldn't get right and then James Mangold takes it and makes he takes the old man Logie oh, Logie. Logie, Old man story <laughs> and, Logie story and and he makes a a masterpiece. That yeah. movie is phenomenal. Yep and um, Prey is like Oh, Prey is equally good.
1: It was really really good and I think the only like it's a prequel. So I'm not going to pick it blah 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 because of that and a few other reasons, but Logan <laughs> I only saw Logan once in theaters and I haven't watched it again because I don't want to ruin that experience. Yeah. It was such a good experience. And like I love how it didn't include an X-Men story. Like 20th Century Fox was so confident they just named it Logan. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Let's just name it that. It's violent. It's gritty. It feels like a real film. It doesn't feel like a superhero movie. Hugh Jackman gets a chance
0: to crush it also patrick stewart and that yep. is so wonderful and
1: i think there's moments that could have been corny but the way it's handled makes it hard-hitting like yeah. the very last shot of the girl turning the cross on his gravestone to form an x that could have been
0: cheesy cool, yeah. cheesy
1: but the way they do it is so heartbreaking and then the movie ends yep johnny cash song yeah it was an excellent movie so yeah logan all day
0: we have an episode about prey listen to that one if you want to hear more about prey great, great movie. movie yeah um, but Logan, next up, another easy one for me. We have Blade Runner twenty forty nine oh uh, versus Lethal Weapon two. <laughs> Lethal Weapon two does include Leo gets. You get Joe uh, Pesci coming in, but Joseph. Blade Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I argued earlier might be one of the best legacy sequels. Oh. Uh, a, 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 do you not like it?
2: No, I fucking love that oh, movie okay. more than that, that pretty like, much any movie in the world.
1: That might be Shane's favorite movie. <laughs> it's so it o-
2: could be the opening sequence
0: uh or parts with uh dave batista's character oh god Uh, alone is i think better than lethal weapon and then you dive into um ryan gosling's character yeah and that whole world is so interesting and blade runner itself is one of those movies where it's like a lot of people are iffy on it and when they announced they were doing a sequel this many years later i was like okay like i was afraid it was going to be just complete garbage oh yeah and then it comes out, and arguably better than the first. It's because they got a director who cared. Um, real quick, because you just said this, Shane. I want you to—I'll give you like a
2: minute—talk about why you love Blade Runner
0: twenty forty nine.
2: I love the original, but it just takes something, and it just compounds on it in such a beautiful way. I mean, I saw it by myself in theater twice, and really? I feel like I wasn't the same person after I left. Really? And like. Yeah, it was it was so great. I mean, the, the opening sequence with David Thewlis, like you said, and just the way that they build Ryan Gosling's character into this very human character. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Harrison Ford's just the icing on the cake, and Jared Leto in like a role that actually, like, I feel like he could have been used more in that film, which I hate to say because he normally needs to go away. Yeah. But, like, I could have used more of them in that film. Yeah. Shane, I'm glad you said
1: you felt like a different person when you left because that's how I felt too. Yeah. Like, I remember it was when Brie and I lived in Travers City and uh, she was working. So I saw, like, I think it was like a 2 p.m. matinee. Yeah. And I was the only person in the theater. And I remember walking out, and it was downtown Traverse City and the sun was, like, slowly setting. You know, that's, like, the best yep, time to when when walk time, out of yeah. a movie like that. And I just took a few laps by myself around Travers because that movie, like, it really got to me.
0: It's amazing. All right, moving on to the last matchup of this side of the bracket, we have Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. Oh man,
2: versus Ooh. Rocky Four. Ah,
0: you fucker!
2: Wait, 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 wait. I. So this is the Rocky that gets in? Yes. Oh my gosh! Why you? Would, would okay. you want it to be another one?
0: Yeah. What did you want? Two. No. No way.
2: You know, Rocky I'm, 2 is better than the original. You're out of your mind. You think
0: it's better than the original? No. You're out of your yes. mind. Because yes, what, he I wins at the end? Because he wins. No, because it's it's so great.
2: Yeah.
0: Why are we talking about Rocky 4?
2: <laughs> because Rocky
0: 4 is the most 80s Rocky. We're movie. always talking about Rocky 4!
2: I, I Shane, like Rocky 2 better.
0: I disagree I know you don't have taste. That's cool. We at least got that out of the way right now. We're halfway through the bracket. <laughs> oh, I disagree. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. <laughs> I disagree with you that it's better than the original. Yeah, I mean... But I do think it's the best sequel for Rockies.
0: I think Rocky IV, what it does is, and we've talked about this in the past, it understands that it's a cheesy 80s movie. Like, he's you've made a boxer who's indestructible yeah. and who do you put up against who, who do you put against him a literal superhuman almost robot per like you're in the middle of the 80s no one's believing that rocky is this underdog anymore because he's already gone through three movies so what do you put him against the super killing machine we're yeah. in the middle yeah. of the cold war and so all you do is you take this movie and make it an allegory for the most 80s thing possible <laughs> like you recognize that Rocky as a character cannot be the root for, like, underdog who's got the upstart. Like, he's already been the world champion for two movies, <laughs> and he kicked the shit out of Mr. T. What do you put him up against now besides a literal superhuman? Yeah. Like, that's what... That's why we, we almost put First Blood Part 2 on here, because what it does is it says, it, we get that this is crazy. Yeah. Like, we get that this makes no sense. What do you do as a story when you say this guy's the greatest oh and he's also in his prime yeah like it's not that he's older and he's like aging is he does he still have it that's a story you can explore yeah once he's i'm buff as fuck sylvester stallone no one's gonna believe any dumbass boxer boxer's gonna beat him unless you give them a literal superhuman also by the way two towers is moving on oh yeah totally like it's not a debate i'm just right. saying no matter what rocky was here lord of the rings was still gonna move on but the reason why Rocky Four is is because when you ask people what their favorite Rocky movie is, half the population says Rocky Four. Well,
1: it's it's the most in a way. It might be the most memorable. Yeah. But I'm glad we've had this huge discussion about Rocky because at the beginning when you said any more thoughts and I was like I do, but we'll talk about them. I was thinking about the Rocky franchise because when I saw your list of Rocky Four, of course at first I rolled my eyes because it's such a dumb movie, and I think Rocky Two is the best sequel. But the Rocky like one through five. Each movie is its own thing, and I'm so glad they were just put on Netflix because I'm going to watch all yeah. five of those fucking things. They like, they do
0: get long in the tooth because, again, you're like, oh, my God, I don't need all this melodrama with Adrian.
1: But, like, I, Rocky 2, <laughs> I love how it picks up right where the first one left off, and it just continues the story, and it, it does it so well. And the scene where Rocky proposes to Adrian is awesome it's yeah. one of the most genuine what what exhibit at the zoo is he talking hey you won't come to the wedding like after she says yeah. you know talking about? <laughs> he's talking to the tiger the tiger you Hey, the tiger! Tigers, you yeah. want to, come to i love that shit like i think the first two movies are such down-to-earth great movies and then the third one is where it starts to get ridiculous i was watching the third one the other day was...
0: that's why like I, by, that's why i think rocky like, 2 and rocky 1 are pretty much not, i don't think it adds anything to rocky I don't think it adds to the character it's himself. Just a continuation it's just, of the story. it's that. I feel based... like it could
2: be one movie.
0: Yeah, right, exactly, and that's yeah. where I'm like, I just don't feel like. Whereas Rocky Four is then literally going, all right, we get that this is strange. We are in the middle of the eighties. Let's just go full 80s.
1: What I love about Rocky 3, because I gotta give Rocky 3 a shout out. I love that movie. I love it. It it still doesn't know if it's a down-to-earth movie or an over-the-top 80s movie. It's like a mix of the two. Because, like, there's Mr. T, there's the soundtrack, there's, like, the cheesy lines, uh... But then it also has the heartbreaking scene where Mick dies. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, that feels like it should be from the first one. So, like,
0: it it's... Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't know where it lands. It's such an awesome franchise. All right, I, I want to speed this up because we really only have yeah, it in yeah, the bracket. Yeah, really, Lord of the Rings is Lord of the Rings. It's like, sometimes we don't have... Yeah, we're not going to have a debate all the time. Next up, we have movies that are very similar. We have The Godfather Part 2 versus Ace Ventura 2, When Nature <laughs> Calls. <laughs>
2: Very similar movies.
0: Okay, I'm, just, hell? I'm not even going to... Do we need to discuss this? Hey, the Godfather no, 2 is one of the best sequels of all time. Ace Ventura 2 is yeah. fun for a few yucks, but that's At it. least yeah, it's not, not transphobic.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's
0: literally all we need to say. Next up, here's what... <laughs> Sorry. It's okay, Godfather Part 2, I mean, it's arguably better than the first one. A lot of people say that. So, next up, we have Ghostbusters Afterlife versus, I did not make this a purpose, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. <laughs> um Um, it's ghost protocol for me i think
2: it's ghost protocol for me that was like
1: uh the franchise it it like it was like
0: a rebirth almost
2: i will say i don't think so i i I think it was
0: because mission impossible 3 comes out and it's mission Impossible 3 is amazing i love it I almost put that one on here instead but we are now like these last movies have been perfect blockbuster popcorn flicks and i think what max you're getting at is that that's the one that like said hey we're in the mid like we're in the 2000s now we're doing it and now it just feels like it's right where it needs to be
1: it was the first one where tom cruise is like i'm gonna start doing these crazy stunts yep and it like it definitely like uh gave the french it's like it's the fourth one and they're like you think we're gonna start phoning in fuck you we're gonna make this the most exciting one although i do prefer three over ghost protocol but yeah
0: so um, Ghost Protocol Ghostbusters Afterlife Max doesn't like it we've already talked about this ad like nauseum yeah. <laughs> I think it does a decent job being a legacy sequel but I just think Ghost Protocol is that much better yeah um, next up we have Max's uh, personal matchup here we have Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade versus Batman Returns <laughs> uh,
1: Batman Returns <laughs> I love Last Crusade but oh. I love Batman so I'm picking Batman oh Returns. do you
2: not like Last Crusade oh no I do I think it's great but I like Batman Returns. I mean, you I do. Don't. I'm picking Batman yeah. Returns as well.
1: You always, you like. No, Batman. I mean I
2: like. The, I make fun of you because you love Tim
0: Burton Batman. You do have an obsession with Batman, Tim Burton, which is cool. You yeah. love it. Um, Last Crusade. I just although I love Sean Connery. Yeah. Him, being added, does it make sense? Not really. It's fun, but it's fun. Yeah. Uh. But Batman Returns, it is just fucking bad it's shit. In the easily best way. the best Indiana Jones
1: sequel. Yeah, Banner Returns is easily the best. Or, Indiana or Jones no, season. no. It's <laughs> the, it, last Crusade is. I and I like Temple of Doom. It's just I liked it more as a kid, honestly, because it's so over the top and silly. Last Crusade is, it's it's a great sequel. It should have been the end of the franchise because it's a called no. the last crusade and b it just has a great ending him riding off in the sunset you know
0: it would have been the perfect trilogy
1: but as we all know as you guys have already mentioned i love tim burton batman movies and i think batman returns does a good job of expanding his vision of gotham and the characters yeah so that's my opinion
2: Shane. let's just say batman and move forward with our lives.
0: okay Next up, we have the third and final James Bond movie of the bracket. We have Casino Royale, Daniel Whee! Craig's first
2: take. What the hell was that? <laughs> yes, please. I, it's my favorite James Bond movie.
0: Okay, well, versus National Lampoon's Chris's Vacation. <laughs> you are <laughs> killing me. Um, I am picking Chris's Vacation. Oh, my God. I love Casino Royale. Do not get me wrong. But I think... when pe- People don't even know that the other Vacations exist. Chris's Vacation is the best Vacation movie and the best Chris's movie, and I think what it does with the franchise, with with Vacation, uh, it perfects everything where it changes. But uh, Casino Royale is great, and I won't even be mad if that one moves on. I think they're both great. But I just think Chris's Vacation as a sequel,
2: fantastic. Shane, you go. I mean, Casino Royale just like What a breath of life into the franchise, and I just, I love that fucking movie so much. I mean, I love Skyfall, but I love Casino Royale. Um, So, you're picking that? Oh, hands down.
1: I'm picking Christmas Vacation.
2: Because Casino Royale. Christmas Vacation is the third best vacation movie. Whoa! Whoa, The third? Whoa! Yeah. What are you putting ahead of it?
1: I I know what he is. Go regular
0: on. in Vegas. Regular. Oh, regular, <laughs> regular. Diet vacation. The, 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 the,
2: the Ed Helms version. The Ed Helms oh. version.
0: <laughs> Get out of here. Are you gonna, okay, hold on. So Shane, you can use your veto right now if you want.
2: This is, yeah, okay, I'm going to use my veto. This is okay. the only thing I've cared you strongly putts. about so far.
0: Okay, explain. I mean, I, I agree, but explain why.
2: Casino Royale is just it's one of my favorite movies. I mean, his like it's the most human that we've seen James Bond with Vespa, and, and everything. It's, I mean, and, and that plays out into the rest of the films when it's used correctly. And like, I don't know. I I just love that that story, and I love that movie. And a lot of people say that Daniel Craig is the best James
0: Bond. Um, even all the Bonds themselves have said that in publicly. Every single James Bond has said that he is the best. Um, from Sean Crowney, Roger Moran, um, I'll save my comments on James Bond until the next, until the next break. Okay. But, uh,
1: Shane, do you really think Vegas vacation is better than Christmas vacation?
2: I love that freaking movie, man. I just I, watched I it a few weeks ago. It is Christmas vacation. Just, it's just too much. It's just so played out to me. I love it. I, I agree. I love Vegas vacation. You know this, but I think Christmas vacation
1: is just a better, we don't need to go movie. down
0: this tri- right now. We're two hours uh, deep into this pod. Sorry. Um, uh, Next up, we have a very easy matchup. We have Mad Max Fury Road yeah. versus Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. Um, uh, it's Fury Road. Fury Road. Fury Road. Yep. Next up, we have Spider-Man 2. Um, versus um, James Gunn's take on the
2: Suicide Squad. Um, Spider-Man 2. Oh, my God. I hate you. Spider-Man 2 is, though. It's just it's better than the first one
0: yeah i think okay I, well i will say suicide squad is uh, amazing and awesome. it's so good spider-man 2 is phenomenal
1: yeah it's an excellent excellent movie yes if you want to know my thoughts on that just listen to our
0: spider-man, Spider-Man episode, episode yes. i love that movie next suicide
1: squad feels more like a soft reboot it does it is
0: yeah uh we also have a suicide Squad episode listen to that one next up we have a george romero's dawn of the dead the sequel to night of the living dead uh, versus Superman 2. This one's not even a debate for me, and yeah. this is the 80s version. Dawn of the Dead is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Like, phenomenal. One of the best zombie movies ever, um, and uh, its exploration of society's collapse after zombies uh, take over the world. Um, Superman 2 is a, is a jumbled up mess, because although Zod's great, they didn't want to give um, the, the creative rights so It was just a really weird yeah it's like half directed
1: by richard dunn or half, half directed, directed by movie. richard lester so it's kind of yes yeah.
0: dawn of the dead but um, i like it yeah. yeah dawn of the Dead. Of that. okay last in this bracket matchup we have this uh the third and final marvel movie we have spider-man no way home basically where we finally established that the multiverse exists and we're branching out in different realities uh versus rush hour two <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I like Rush
0: Hour Two better than the first one. That was one of the VHSs that we had, but it's—I mean—Spider-Man: No Way Home was isn't is insane. Ugh, I know you don't like it, Max. I we don't. talked about. I'm saying things. Rush Hour uh, Two.
2: I mean, I see where Max has Max has a lot of like issues with the movie, and it is a lot of crowd service, but it is also like really great. And like, as much as I hate just nostalgia for the fact of nostalgia, like. It works and they use it in a way that like actually matters, and you can yeah. see going forward for what this means for Marvel or Shard, sure yeah. who's fun. Yeah, I, fun, I think but... No Way Home just is great. Okay,
0: moving on to the next part of the bracket, the final bracket corner, we have The Dark Knight <laughs> versus Bride <sighs> of Chucky. <Dark> <laughs> Dark Knight. Um, yeah, Jennifer Tilly's addition to uh, Chucky is literally the breath of fresh air that, that franchise needed. But the Dark Knight, I not even it's worry about one that of one. Greatest sequels yeah. of all time. Dark Knight. Yeah. 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 By far. Easy. Um, we next up have Hunger Games, Catching Fire, versus Shrek Two. <laughs> um, I'm voting <laughs> Shrek Two.
2: Puss in 2. Boots
0: is great, and uh, I like the fairy godmother aspect in that, and like Shrek's reluctance to be an ogre. I think yeah. that really builds in the character. Hunger Games. Franchise that did do it for me. I Neither read the either. books, uh, watched the movies, and uh, I just wasn't really into it.
1: That first movie was one of the most boring theater. It's a very. Like. Uh, the sequel was movies. better. Yeah. But, and you know what? I don't even like Shrek 2, but I'm picking it.
0: Okay. Shrek 2. Yeah. I don't even
2: care, but it's Shrek 2. All... Puss in Boots 2 is really good.
0: I've heard the new Puss in Boots is amazing, and I want to watch I've it. I've
2: heard it. It's the best Shrek sequel.
0: That's right. So I, I it was, again, that. too new. I didn't want to put it on their x Stones, but it's I saw it, the so. original
1: when I was babysitting once because they wanted to watch it and it was dumb
0: the animation looks phenomenal too it looks like what they did for spider-man uh into the spider-verse which is cool i should check it out next up we have the harry potter sequel of the bracket uh i chose and i felt like it's the one that a lot of people kind of agree with but this could be a debate harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban okay versus back to the future part (laughs) two um you bastard no, it's not. It's it's Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. It is, but that I movie's love that. amazing. It is. It is.
1: It, that movie is excellent. Back to the Future is, as we know, one of my favorites. But Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, in a franchise with eight movies, it's impressive that it stands out.
2: It's it, yeah, still my favorite book. i looking at up it's movie. Still types. one of the best movies. <laughs> uh,
0: but P- uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, uh, it you see the shift in the franchise that it desperately needed, uh, and the books obviously kind of tell them what to do there, but in tone in style in acting it's great back to future part two it explores the future aspect of time travel and uh you get a lot of the iconography of like his shoes that zip up and the hoverboard and all the futuristic technology and uh biff's ex- explanation of his storyline uh, but it's prisoner basket man yep next up we have before sunset part of richard linklater's sunset trilogy which is uh uh mm. some very romantic driven plots with uh ethan hawk uh, versus jurassic world i would going vote for before sunset yeah, because i think it's a it's a really groundbreaking style of filmmaking and uh richard Linklater does a really great job with creating a a trilogy that it just it's just it's a different type of trilogy i just don't think we mm-hmm. see kind of romantic driven trilogies like that yeah uh with two like longingly loving characters jurassic world similar to force awakens similar to what we said before what it sets up it doesn't uh capture in the later sequels and it's uh it's looking back on it it's just sad
1: i don't care for that movie i
0: think it's too much i don't
2: even think it sets up anything any that well
1: it was just a cute little blockbuster but i like how the before trilogy kind of like picks up with the same characters every nine years Mm -hmm. and just shows where they're at it's beautiful and it's 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 really cool
0: indulgent it's a very laid-back trilogy so yeah that's what i think it's a really good way to put it laid back i yeah. think as a trilogy that is it doesn't feel forced it is really cool to be like oh where are these people at in their lives and no matter where they're at though they still have that connection and then it kind of just grows and you just see where they're at in the world i love
1: link letter i think he's such a good i filmmaker. mean
0: yeah it's how boyhood feels i think in yeah that film. I mean, he just... he is such a different filmmaker yep. and i i love he he almost has like a long form filmmaking t- like as you can see that like, mm-hmm. nine years exploration then boyhood and he just, he looks at cinema in a different way. Yep. And it's cool. And Some School people, of Rock. Which is so funny. You're like, <laughs> and there. Um, <laughs> next up, we have Teresa's Bracken. I didn't make this on purpose. We have Paddington 2 versus Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Uh, I think Mamma Mia 1 <laughs> is way better than Mamma Mia 2. Paddington 2 is amazing. I'm um, Yeah, Paddington 2. Sorry, my dear. Love you. But Paddington, Paddington, Paddington 2. 2. Paddington 2. Um, next that's for up, your dad, Shane. That's for your dad, too, Shane. Okay. Um, next up, we have Evil Dead 2. Um, Sam Raimi basically remakes the first one and goes batshit insane versus the Fast and Furious um, movie of the bracket, which is Furious 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you didn't pick Tokyo Drift. <laughs> didn't pick Tokyo Drift. <laughs> not Too Fast, Too Furious. The Fast and the Furious movies for me just don't do it. They're fine. They're fine. They're I'm popcorn sick. movies, yeah, but they're I just ridiculous. Evil Dead 2. I'll argue it fucking slaps. It's insane. Yeah. I love when a filmmaker just goes, I'm yeah. making my thing.
1: I'll pick, If we don't pick Gremlins 2, I'll pick Evil Dead 2. Yeah. But you know what? Side note, I am surprised you picked Furious 7 because Fast Five
0: is widely regarded as the best. See, I ask a lot of people and they say Furious 7.
1: Really? Yeah, that's it's... where... It,
0: I think it's either or. Fast Five is the last one I remember. Furious yeah. 7 is when I look at the plot and go,
1: Oh yeah, I saw it in theaters. That's the only one I've seen in theaters, and it it felt like it should have been the end because it has such a nice ending where Paul Walker drives off.
0: That's where I kind of feel like it does. That's why it's on here is that it for him and yeah. his character it makes sense. Fair enough. Um, I think it's a it's it is a perfect ending. But then again, as movies have to do, they kind of just go, "What if we did more?" <laughs> and it sucks. <laughs> uh, but Evil Dead Two rocks. All right, next up we have. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes huh. versus 10 Cloverfield Lane. Okay. Um, I'm picking Dawn. Me too. Dawn. That movie's awesome. Just yeah. 10 Cloverfield Lane for me just doesn't feel like a sequel. It it's, just, a no. it's a good movie. Oh, it's a great movie. It just doesn't feel spiritual like a sequel. Yeah, and sometimes those just but, – but even spiritual, it's kind of like Split where it's like it's so loose. I'm like, okay, yeah. like you're really stretching. It wasn't even meant to be. They just added it at the end. Yeah. Um, finally – the matchup we have to wrap up this 64. And I'm sorry that we're rushing. We have a lot more matchups to talk about. And we'll get into these movies deeper. We have Aliens versus Bill & Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm not even gonna debate this one on my end. Yeah, it, Aliens, my friend.
2: It's
0: Aliens. Yeah.
1: But Bill & Ted's Bogus Journey.
0: You I'll know, give him a is, soliloquy. You have 30 seconds. I love that.
1: It's one of the best sequels I've ever seen. Yeah, because <laughs> it takes the the time travel aspect of the first one and uses that to just do whatever the fuck it wants. It starts in the future and these robots go back to kill Bill and Ted, which they do. Yeah. And they go to hell. That's... It's ridiculous. That's the elevator pitch. Yeah. And then they just, they come back as ghosts. It is fucking nuts. And it's... We have ghosts. It's beautifully, it's beautifully written, beautifully acted. There's some good sense Beautifully written and acted? It really is. Yeah. Okay. It goes all over the place, and it never feels like too much. Um, what was it going up against? Aliens. Aliens. I would use my veto if Aliens wasn't such a great sequel. So okay. we'll just go with At least Aliens. we know that. But I love Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and I'm, I'm happy you put it on there for me.
0: That's it's, for you, my it's friend. It's such a great movie. Yes. All right. Next up, we are going to the round of 32, which is the next round of the bracket. Max and I still have our veto. Shane does not. We have the good, the bad, and the ugly versus Glass Onion. Uh, for me, it's not even a debate. The good, the, and the bad. bad, the ugly is so good. Um, it's Glass Onion is good, but gla- good, the bad, the ugly is is. Great. It is like
1: one of the sequels, yes. as you always say. Mm-hmm. It's a pillar. It's a pillar. Sequels. It is. It is
0: like
2: it. It's a pillar it's filmmaking.
0: A yeah. Next up, we have Top Gun Maverick versus Avengers Endgame, and uh, again, oh, another one's easy for me. It's Endgame. Yeah. Endgame. All right, Endgame. Moving on. T2 already beat Deadpool 2, so the next matchup is Winter Soldier versus Toy Story 2, and uh, Toy Story 2 for me is yeah, is yes. great. I think it's Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2. Yeah. All right. This is my I like. Okay, Empire Strikes Back already beat Pearl, so now we're on Kill Bill Volume 2 versus Goldfinger. Uh, I'm picking Goldfinger. I'm picking Ooh. Kill Bill. I'm going to pick Kill Bill. <gasps> okay. Shame. Okay, that's fine. I mean... <laughs> We'll move on. I on mean, I don't time. have
2: enough invested in gold things. Yeah, right that's there. fair.
0: Yeah. Uh, we have Bride of Frankenstein versus Logan. Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Shane.
1: Bride of Frankenstein.
0: Okay. We another have another pillar. Yeah, it is Blade Runner twenty forty nine versus the Two Towers.
1: That was a cool sound. That was. I, I was just heard it in my head
2: <laughs> Shane. Now. The Two Towers isn't even my favorite sequel. So that's again another,
0: another a lot of people. I had to ask people, like, would you like? Is it uh, Return of the King or Two Towers?
2: I mean, they're they're all great. I mean, they're all great. But I like I said, I went on like an eighty minute spiel about Blade Runner recently. So I, I just love Blade Runner. I'm going okay. for it, Max. Um, Blade Runner. Okay, I'll vote Two Towers, but I, Blade Runner's going to move on. I think Return of the King
0: is uh, better fair. than Two fair. Towers, but yeah, fair. We have Godfather Part Two versus Ghost Protocol. <laughs> it's Godfather Part
1: Two. I'm not even gonna say it. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. All right. We have a matchup here. I'll let you, and I'll let Shane debate. We have Batman Returns versus Casino Royale. <laughs> you want to take it away, it Shane? Even...
2: <laughs> I I don't even want to argue with you. I mean, you text me about the, like the Batman movies like every couple of days. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not alone. I, I know, I know. I mean, him and Michael Keaton—it's like almost as much as we talk about Tim Meadows. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but I—I I mean, I love Casino Royale. I—I re- just—I remember seeing it in theaters for the first time. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I love it. And it's not even my favorite iteration of Batman. So, you know, it's still great. But I, I mean, I love Casino Royale. Casino
1: Royale, technically, is a better movie than batman returns technically but i'm gonna pick batman <laughs> returns because it's a sequel it's a direct swe- sequel Squeak-quel. whereas whereas casino royale feels like a soft reboot skyfall is a sequel to casino royale casino royale feels like a whole new generation starting
0: cool i'm picking casino royale
1: yeah I appreciate your time yeah
0: do you guys see where i'm coming from i though? do see where you're coming from I I, I I debated that um but it still works yeah Next up, we have Mad Max: Fury Road versus Spider Man Two. Whoa! You... Ooh, whoa! Whoa! <laughs> yeah, this one's hard. I'm picking Mad Max: Fury Road. I'm picking Spider Man Two because it's I'm a direct going to... sequel.
2: Shame. Yeah, and and a Mad Max: Fury Road like is such life into like a dying movie industry, and yes. like I love it. But like Spider Man Two, it's like arguably for me like in the top five best superhero movies ever. And I mean, it started so much. I love Spider-Man too. I'm going with it.
0: Cool. So I'm vetoing that. Um, uh. Mad Max Fury Road is uh, <laughs> one of the best movies ever made. It um, is. It's uh. so good. Um, it it literally breathed new life into a franchise that was dead in the water and arguably is better than anything that came before it, similar to Blade Runner 2049. Um, it's so good. And it looks visually stunning. I love Spider-Man too. Do not get me wrong. Um, I think it's great, but I think Blade uh, Not Blade, Runner, I was Blade Runner, But I think Mad Max Fury Road is amazing. Can you veto a veto? Nope. But thank you for your time. Um, We have Dawn of the Dead versus Spider Man No Way Home, and I'm picking Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right.
1: I was gonna like throw this table over if Spider Man No Way Home made it. No, 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 no. Not I go. Dawn
0: of the Dead. I, I love Dawn of the Dead. I, I mean, it's a masterpiece. A yeah. masterpiece. It is. We have Dark Knight versus Shrek Two. Dark Knight. Yeah. Dark Knight. <laughs> Night. Jesus Christ. Next up, we have Prisoner of Azkaban versus Before Sunset. Um, I'm gonna say Prisoner of Azkaban. Me for too. Me. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we gave the the before. It's you know yeah. credit. I am too. I it needed to be. It's one of those franchises that I just don't think people know about.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Next, go watch it. Go watch. Yeah, really. I mean, it's again. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be everybody's cup of tea. Um but it's enjoyable yeah paddington <laughs> 2 versus evil dead 2
1: paddington 2.
0: paddington 2 yeah. not even a debate folks paddington 2 i it like
1: you know how i said his toy story 2 or
0: yeah I yeah, yeah compared yeah.
1: the two it's because both like do jokes that play for all ages so yeah. well like when brendan gleason what's his character's name knuckles mcginty knuckles when he comes in and he's all pissed off and paddington's telling him how he could cook his food better yeah he's wiping the food all over his clothes i was laughing my ass off but kids would also laugh their asses off at that too just because you know this guy's not someone you should mess with and he's just so obliviously doing it so like it's just such a perfect movie for all ages
0: yeah it is it feels like a kid's wes anderson movie yeah um with so much heart and uh you would you wouldn't think that you'd get that from a bear all right. Last but not least, we have Dawn of the Planet of the Apes versus Aliens. Uh, I'm gonna say Aliens. Okay. Aliens. You wanna veto that? Yep. Yeah. All
2: right. Max, what he do you vetoed want to say it. about that? He he it? Dawn
1: of the Planet of the
0: Apes. It probably won't you make it to the next this? round. I just got to you... use my veto. Wait. I
1: think Aliens way better than Aliens. It just one. I do appreciate what it is and how it's a different genre. But once it goes to action, to me, I just it blinds me after a while. I'm like, okay, let's get on with it. So, that's just my opinion. That's okay. And you all know my opinion on Bill Paxton, which I'm not going to get into. Yeah, yet. you don't like Bill Paxton, <laughs> which bums me uh, out.
0: We've talked about Alien and Aliens. I think Alien is better than Aliens as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we gave it its uh, roses and everything in the um, uh, Aliens worst to best bracket, our, our matchup. But, okay, next up we have Good and the Bad and the Ugly versus Avengers Endgame. This, to me, sucks. Yeah. 'Cause I love both these movies. I am Good and the Bad Ugly is one of my favorite movies ever.
1: Yeah.
0: I do think Endgame is a better sequel. You think so? Like I said earlier, Good and Ben Ugly sometimes doesn't feel like a sequel. Endgame was the sequel to twenty six or twenty seven movies. Yeah. It is the sequel. Okay. It does it takes every story that we've seen and pretty much goes, There's the cherry on top. And it just works. It's like a lot of people are complaining about Avatar's
1: 3-hour runtime. They complain about the Batman's 3-hour yeah. runtime. People are complaining about how blockbusters are getting too long. They're getting bloated. And I agree, but I always say the only one in our modern era that used each minute perfectly was Endgame. Yeah. It needed 3 hours to tell that story. So but still I'm torn. Because Good, Bad, and the Ugly, I still consider it a pillar of sequels.
0: It is. I mean, I, I'm with you, and you could easily sway change my mind. Like if you talked, like or if, yeah, if, if Shane, I if you talk, you don't know. T- but if Shane <laughs> were like to say it, like it's either way, I'm kind of like they're both. This is a really good matchup because they're two completely different sequels. Oh yes, Good and the Bad and the Ugly is a sequel that is on un- is. It did something different to sequels. Mm-hmm. It's one of the first sequels that you can think of. Like, I mean, the sixties 60- There were really barely any sequels to begin with in like the '50s, '60s, besides like Bride of Frankenstein yeah. and like all the Universal monsters. Um, this one establishes a franchise that no one really knew could be a thing. Yeah, and it's the weird that we haven't really got a lot of Western franchises back then with like John Wayne being characters. We didn't really get like sequels to his franchises. So Clint taking that and. Sergio Leone and uh Anil Morcone, they're to- together making one of the best movies, one of the best scores. And that end sequence where they're all in the uh the uh grave site is one of the greatest pieces yes. of filmmaking ever. I've got chills thinking about the music. Yeah. Like, um, I'm gonna go with Good Bad and
1: the Ugly. Shame but, where but you're like, at. Don't get me wrong, I love Endgame.
2: I'm going with Endgame.
0: Okay. I'm almost tempted to change my vote. I'm really torn. I mean, you... No, I got to go Endgame. Yeah. I, I love Good, Bad, Ugly. Um, I just think Endgame for what it did. They're both great. Yeah. Next up, we have Terminator 2 versus Toy Story 2. I, I'm going to say Toy Story 2. I'm going to say Toy Story 2. I well. was going to say Terminator 2. Um, but you guys want to say why?
1: It just expands the story of the original so well. But so does Terminator, Toy story 2. Terminator 2. Terminator 2... Not only expanded the story, but changed filmmaking.
0: Yeah, blockbuster
1: yeah. filmmaking. But I, but so, Toy Story two
0: the way yeah. it expanded animated filmmaking. Yeah, it's yeah. I gotta
1: say, Toy Story two. It I, I it. think I, it I, laid out yeah. the blueprint for what Pixar was about to be.
0: Toy mm-hmm. Story two is what put Pixar, I think, firmly in its spot of like we're we're here to stay because yeah. they had Bug's Life, they had Toy Story one, uh-huh. but then you make Toy Story two and everyone goes, oh shit, they're good. Yeah. Uh, next up, Empire Strikes Back versus Kill Bill Volume 2. Empire. 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 Yeah. Next up, we have Bride of Frankenstein versus Blade Runner 2049. I know, Shane, you're going to say 2049. <laughs> I am. I am going to say Bride of Frankenstein. Me too. Oh! I hate you.
1: I'm saying it the same reason I said Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Because yeah, the it's, so it's a stupid. pillar. It's a It was the. It feels like one of the first sequels to
0: expand on the original. And what it does for the character of Frankenstein, the character of Doctor Frankenstein, it's also just really fucking good. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you put me on a couch and were like, "Which one do you want to watch?" I'd pick Blade Runner. Yeah, but Bride of Frankenstein is a, is one of the sequels. Bride is deserving.
2: I'm a bride. Bride is a great, great film. But I mean, I love Blade Runner Forty Nine. Yeah.
0: I and do, too. It was, it was a tough one. It is a tough one. Next up, we have The Godfather Part 2 versus Casino Royale. <laughs> Godfather. Godfather. <laughs> Godfather.
2: Casino Royale.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, this is where Shane starts to cry. No, um, Yeah, Godfather 2 is... We haven't really talked about it. I, just, I think we got to give yeah, it a second. Done.
1: Yeah, we got to do this.
0: Arguably better than the first. Two different stories. And it's a prequel and a sequel. Uh-huh. You get Don mm-hmm. Cor... You get... The story of uh, Marlon Brando's Don Corleone, like and then like hit with Robert De Niro being there, which is perfect casting, and his uprising, and then paired beautifully with Al Pacino's Michael Corleone taking over basically the world. Yeah, and it's its own original story, which I think is really cool too. And what 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 Francis Ford Coppola makes is um is almost a damn near masterpiece
1: yeah it takes the seeds planted in the original and tells their own story with it yeah like i don't know it's amazing and i do think i like the original more but i think the second one is like if you are looking to make a sequel to a movie
0: watch that first use that as
1: an inspiration excellent film the
0: godfather unfortunately godfather 3 exists and it, it definitely sours what the trilogy could have been and I hope we don't ever get anything more. In the, like, leave it. Just leave it. Um, to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver. He'll do it. Yeah. Christina Royale's great. Godfather Part Two is uh, it's going to be hard to beat. Next up, we have Mad Max Fury Road versus Dawn of the Dead. Fury Road. Fury Road. Yeah, Fury Road. Dawn of the Dead's great. Fury Road is... Um, Amazing. I've said my... Yeah. <laughs> Dark Knight versus Prisoner of Azkaban. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah, Dark Knight. That's going to be hard to top as well. Paddington 2 versus Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Paddington 2. Paddington 2. Paddington 2 moves on. You guys got me on that one. It's. You called it my bluff. It's good. It's good. <laughs> All right, we are in the Elite Eight. So first up, we have Avengers Endgame versus Toy Story 2.
2: Ooh.
0: Yeah, that's a hard one. I'm going to say Endgame as well, uh, again. Yeah, I'm going to go with Endgame. All right. Okay. Endgame is your winner for the top right portion of the bracket. It defeated Dire with a Vengeance, Top Gun Maverick, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and Toy Story 2. It had an overall, let me find this real quick too, an 86.5%. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Empire Strikes Back versus Bride of Frankenstein.
1: Empire. 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 Empire took George Lucas's vision and made it a whole new thing. Like When people think of Star Wars they think of Empire Emperor but Fr- am your father
0: yeah that says it all yep um Empire Strikes Back beat Home Alone 2 Pearl Kill Bill Volume 2 and Bride of Frankenstein. Empire Strikes Back has a 90.66% I
1: forgot Home Alone 2 was a part of this. yeah it was there alright
0: we have The Godfather Part 2 versus Mad Max Fury Road
2: Godfather yeah it's Godfather Part 2 oh. Shane I mean, I like Mad Max better as a film, but... Maybe. Once again, if I had to
1: pick to watch one of them, it would
2: be Mad Max. Yeah, it's Fury Max, Road. Cinematically,
0: Godfather it's great. Just... I honestly almost said Fury Road. Like, it's I think it's that great, but it's, it's just Godfather's awesome. hard to beat. Um, next up, we have The Dark Knight versus Paddington 2.
2: I'm going to say Dark Knight. I'm going to say Dark Knight
0: That's fine. Well. Hot take. Paddington 2. I, yeah, it's great. Dark Knight, though. I mean, we also haven't I mean, even talked about Dark Knight. Yeah. We've talked about Batman yeah. a lot.
1: Dark Knight is so good yeah. that there's like some we
2: could people... just talk, we could do a whole episode about yeah it, which there's some have. people that
1: don't realize <laughs> that there's even a batman begins that's how good it is yeah. it just it yeah. stands
0: on its own there's a reason why people say it's the best batman movie arguably yeah. i still think the batman is the best um that opening huh. shot well not the, the first opening shot, but scene the, the
1: scene where the joker standing on the sidewalk slow zoom in on him on his yeah. back is
0: burned in my brain Oh, Stormy says he wanted Paddington, too. He just Uh-oh. kicked down the door. <laughs> uh, but Dark Knight, Heath Ledger, gives one of the greatest performances have ever seen. Yep. Um, I think Christian Bales does a great job. Harvey Dent's story um, <laughs> in his fall. Uh, that end yeah. sequence with him, Gordon, and Batman is uh, gripping as all hell. Yeah. Um, incredible. And, and
2: then the score at the end. Oh,
0: it. so yeah. good. Um, so yeah, good. Dark Knight is the winner of that side. It beat Bride of Chucky, Shrek 2... <laughs> Prisoner of Azkaban and Paddington Two, The Dark Knight has a ninety-one percent. Makes sense. Yeah. So, oh, the God. Did I say what the Godfather Part Two? The Godfather Part Two. We didn't say. Ace Ventura Two, uh, (laughs) Ghost Protocol, Casino Royale, and Fury Road. And the Godfather Part Two has a. Is it funny to say? Yeah. Ninety-two point three three percent. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so our uh, right side or the left side of the bracket is Avengers Endgame versus Empire Strikes Back. Empire. I'm gonna l- say Empire, bring it into the final again. Bring it to the final again. Uh, I love Empire Strikes Back. Don't get me wrong.
1: I think there would be no Endgame if it wasn't Empire. It it changed blockbuster sequels, period.
0: That's fair. It did change blockbuster sequels. That is a good point. Empire Strikes Back is the winner of your left side of the bracket. Um, the right side of the bracket, we have Godfather Part Two versus The Dark Knight. I'm gonna say it. I think it's The Godfather Part Two. Yeah, yeah.
1: There'd be no Dark Knight if it wasn't the God. We're not gonna start doing that argument. Because <laughs>
2: why? Why are we doing this argument? I hate Come that on. argument. We're never doing the that again. Night the, is, is, the Dark Knight is the Dark Knight. It's I. I want. It. It's. I'm kidding. Max, it's up to you.
1: You know what? I pass. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) oh shit i feel like if i say the godfather part two my batman fan club card's gonna be revoked Um, i
0: think my batman fan club is
1: revoked already yeah i'm gonna say the godfather part two sorry shane
2: i like the money pit (laughs) you you so the
0: winner of the right side of the bracket is the godfather part two all right Mm. so we have empire strikes back Versus The Godfather Part
2: Two. I don't know. I mean, I love The Godfather Part Two, but you know what? Hold a, on I mean, a second. Feel bored. Hold on a second.
0: I'm switching my vote. I'm saying The Dark Knight moves on past Godfather Part Two. Whoa! How do we go back and do this? I think. All right. <sighs> thinking about it right now, I just think max made a good point earlier i think the godfather one and the godfather 2 are great and they're equal i think the dark knight is so good that i think people even forget that the first one exists and it yeah. does so much better with that character that it expands beyond what a superhero movie could possibly be and it truly showed that superhero movies were more than just spandex and goofy villains it made a movie and it made a drama that was so compelling that we maybe had never thought of going to that place i just don't think anybody ever thought that that movie could exist that way and there's a reason why it sticks with us this many years later as does the godfather i think the dark knight just does something that we just had never even thought possible
1: i love every word that just came out of your mouth
0: even when I stumbled. Yeah. That's okay. that probably my favorite part. Huh? Okay.
1: Uh, you know, I'm not going to argue about a Batman movie moving on. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: But the reason why I was able to do this is because we didn't move too far out of the bracket. I just yeah. looked at it I was thinking, I'm like, I don't know. We barely moved into the we were game. You're right. Yeah. And it's that reason why I'm picking The Dark Knight to win.
1: To win the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pick The Empire Strikes Back because it's just, it is such a great, great, great sequel. I, I, <laughs> what hasn't been said about the empire strikes back you know what i mean yeah. it's it is like it's it does what a second installment should do so well it expands on the original it gives new stakes for the characters it is iconic every frame is iconic every it has luke i am your father so many great lines it's Han solo's character development and that is phenomenal yeah and i think it does what you just said about the dark knight too like it 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 proves to people this isn't just a space adventure like these these people are going through some real shit
0: damn it now i'm concerned I'm, it is I'm...
1: such nice little human moments what the, i probably said this on the podcast but when han and leia are arguing in that hallway at the beginning he's like ha come mm-hmm. on and someone walks in between them and he goes come it, on yeah, yeah it's it so human like i it's just
0: it's awesome so yeah empire man i might hold my vote back like i think shame where you're at
2: i don't think i mean i've only done two episodes of these but this is the hardest it's been for me um i love both these movies yeah but i mean empire just like it's such a fundamental piece of like who i am as a human being it's true i i'm gonna vote empire as much as i love the dark knight i, I love empire well more than I, most films
0: yeah now that i'm thinking okay either way empire wins but it depends on what side of the coin i want to be on yeah um yeah you're right empire is max's point of that like it truly shifted it it took new hope and took it to new heights and it's not just a space goofy drama it made a compelling story with all those characters it expanded upon han solo Darth Vader, all the side characters that we got in the first one, where they were, they could have been little nuggets. Uh, it brings you Yoda, the whole train sequence yes. of Dagobah. We didn't, think about, we didn't yeah. think about Yoda. That's my uh, dinner. Right. Like, it, and the way <laughs> that it separates dinner. everybody yeah. and isolates these tiny stories mm-hmm. um, is so cool for a sequel to do. And you basically get like two movies in one where you're getting Luke's story – And then, and the and how Vader is trying to kind of combine, uh, take over that, and you know, you get the Emperor kind of coming in casually with little notes, and then Han Solo, and that sequence with Boba Fett. Yeah, everything that it does is so monumentally groundbreaking. Uh, It was the Dark Knight does something too, like I said, with superhero movies and blockbusters, and. Basically, it basically tells an entire filmmaking world that the genre of superheroes is not just goofy characters.
1: Uh, there's a reason why people compare sequels to the Empire Strikes Back. Everyone's like, this is the Empire Strikes Back of this franchise because it is such a great sequel.
0: And I think, I, but I, I will say something. Yeah. I think a lot of people now do that with Dark Knight. Yeah. When Logan came out, it was mm-hmm. the Dark Knight of the yeah. X-Men franchise. It's the Dark Knight, of, and they use that now as a pillar. I think when you said pillar sequels, I think Dark Knight has wedged itself in there. Oh, yeah, totally.
1: totally. I think
0: it's hard to say pillar because there are so many movies that could fall into that category where you have Good and Bad, Ugly, you have Bride of Frankenstein, you have Aliens, Terminator 2, Toy Story 2, Endgame, Godfather, Dark Knight, Embrace Rake's Backlick. Now, the, the house is standing up perfectly fine. We just keep adding it going, all right, here's another one. Um, grown-ups, too. Um no, <laughs> uh, but I think we ha- we've stumbled across the correct winner here. The yeah, winner okay. of the best sequel bracket is Star Wars episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. Ooh, yeah. What's kind of funny is that like I could have said like five movies at the end there and I think yeah. we all would have been okay. Yeah like if it was dark Knight, i think we'd all be okay yeah. if it was godfather i think it'd be okay if it was endgame if it was good bad and ugly if it was a multitude of movies we could have been like nah, that's 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 right yeah bogus journey <laughs> yeah of course you almost vetoed daily adam's yeah.
1: family values
0: yeah um, uh spy who shagged me for sure what is <laughs> i'm just glad it finally happened <laughs> Yeah, we. You know what I'll say about this podcast? We don't give Star Wars enough love. <laughs> yeah, not at all. It's only had like twelve episodes. It's like Batman. It's like you know what? We haven't talked about it enough. I'm very satisfied with how. Thanks that for having me. Of course, Let's... we love having you. Um, I will say then we'll do the trilogy one eventually. Maybe that'll be the uh, start of season seven.
1: Oh wait, are, we're still recording, I assume. Yeah, I had this thought. At some point, I'm surprised there was no John Wick sequel, sequel on there.
0: Yeah, that was what I thought about, too. Um, I just... I probably
2: could have put it on there. Yeah. I probably should have. I, I was surprised Jesus Rolls wasn't on there. Gee, oh
1: my god, is that the big Lebowski thing?
2: Yeah. It was, like, yeah, crowdfunded oh by John
0: Turturro. I was <laughs>
2: John Turturro being like, I'm a core no, character, Nick, right? No, it's Nick Turturro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh,
0: I thought about that, to be honest with you. I did think about putting John Wick. John Wick. I just, again, 64 movies what kind of sucked when I was making this bracket is I got 40 deep and I was like, well, these all aren't going to matter. Yeah. And so I started to put ones on for us. I was like, I want Pearl to be on there. And you're like, I want Austin powers and I want Bill and Ted and I want this. And I was like, I'm putting gremlins on there.
1: Yeah. And
0: so it felt like I had to kind of give away the crowd. Right. And so I tried to cover as most as possible. And John wick probably should have.
1: Yeah. So let's look, I'm going to give my last honorable, honorable mention to John wick, because when I heard there was going to be a sequel made, I was like, that's going to suck. And it perfectly picked up the story where it left off and expanded the universe so honorable mention to both john wick two and three
2: like i said you, you know we have... also honorable mention you know and i'm not a huge fan uh the matrix yeah yeah i yeah. thought about that too i we agree. did not talk about that now i think that reloaded is is okay actually but as a whole like the trilogy kind of fell apart but Yeah, and that's a mention for sure.
0: Yeah, and like I said, you could easily we could sit here for probably twenty minutes just uh, rattle off sequels. Yeah, like yeah, that's the thing was with sequels. There are so many movies that have them, and you can we could dive into the little minute. We didn't say screening twenty twenty two. We took that one off. We a lot of horror movie sequels and remakes and requels. Text change. I wasn't even on this bracket. So, we could have gone down a bunch of different avenues. I think we still stumbled across the right.
1: Not even like the original Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of sequels to those.
0: Hell, I mean, Scooby Doo 2, Monsters (laughs) Unleashed. (laughs) Oh, Uh, boy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. I appreciate your time. Uh, Shane, we will explore potentially doing um, Night of the Living Dead because I want to talk about it. I've wanted to talk about it for literally years, but um, it's one of those movies I have to talk about when watching. But also, you, you've you been on twice now. I'm glad to have you on. So you are now in the exclusive club where if you want to come on, you can pitch movie ideas. And um, I listen and we will be happy to make content and bring you on. So um, Sounds
2: great. It's just a great time hanging out with you guys and doing this. Uh, I have a blast. So thanks for having me on again. And I look forward to doing it again.
0: Anytime, my friend. Uh, yeah, and Max, you're going to be on again and many times.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know I love doing this. Uh, thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Listener, this is season six. We got some great episodes lined up. Oh, it's my birthday month. That's why we're oh, doing yes. this. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So the reason why we're doing this episode is because I wanted to pick episodes I wanted to do. So I have a whole month of episodes literally for me. Um, <laughs> so uh, we have uh, Stephen and I will be going through the MCU's uh, Infinity Saga from Worst to Best. Ooh, uh, it'll I be thought. a very long episode, uh, but I'm excited for it. And then uh, Liz will be on talking about my favorite movie of all time. She has never seen it, so we'll be discussing her first time watching The Thing, um, which Love The Thing movie. prequel could have probably been on here as well. You think so? I think so. I think it does. Okay. It, the, the only problem with it is CGI kills it. But uh, yeah, the, she'll be discussing that. And then we go into February, where uh, Therese and I will be doing um, the Would You Rather 2 Valentine's Day episode. We have uh, Quantum Mania, we do an episode about that. And then we have a bunch of other episodes coming online for season six. So I'm very excited. This is where I'll just say, guests of the podcast, shoot your shot. Send your DM. I'm open to doing some weird shit now. <laughs> so let's party. Also, a quick little fun note. We're getting a new Evil Dead movie. Yes. We're getting a new Scream movie. Uh, so we'll be doing uh, Evil Dead and Scream, uh, worst to best in Spooky Season. I already decided that too. So fun yes. shit. So listener, thank you so much. And the drill is always, be kind, please rewind. Intro song from YouTube Audio Library by DJ Williams, recordings done on Clean Feed, podcast distributed by Anchor, original logo created by friend of the pod
2: David, current logo created by friend of the pod Liz, purring by Storm.